You are about to listen to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast, hosted by Craig Forstall. Find Craig on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy. The That Sports Guys podcast is proudly featured by NFL Draft Diamonds, your draft coverage king. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some football talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. I am Craig Forrestal. You might know me from Twitter as at that underscore sports underscore guy. And today we have with us former Ball State wide receiver Antoine Davis. Antoine, what's going on with you? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Hey, thank you for joining us. And I always like to ask people this first question about where it is they grew up. It says here that you grew up in St. John, Indiana. Antoine, what's it like growing up in St. John? Well, it is different because I was born and lived in Germantown, Maryland until about seventh grade. So coming from a more uh, city type area and coming going to like a more rural, like townish type place in St. John, Indiana, it was a really it was different. I had to get used to it. Um, But once I adapted to it, it was pretty smooth. Um, There's about three towns that go into my high school and area. So you know, it's a, a large a scale of students in the school and stuff like that. So it's easy to make friends and get into different sports stuff and stuff like that. And now you said playing a bunch of different sports. Antoine, what were all the different sports you played growing up? So growing up, I really was just football, like uh, is what I played, like like with the actual team. Uh, other than that, like I played basketball, but I played like street basketball and stuff like that and like street baseball and soccer, but nothing official. Only football was the official uh, sport I played. And then let's move ahead to the recruiting process. What was the recruiting process like for you in high school? Uh, out of high school, I felt like I did a good job um, as far as helping my team win and uh, producing on the field. But unfortunately, I didn't get really any looks. Um So a couple weeks before signing day, my friend KJ Singleton, um, that was my teammate, he was going to Lincoln University of Missouri, uh, D2 in Jefferson City, Missouri. So when he was going towards official, I was like, hey, can you show your coaches my highlight tape? So he did that and his coaches ended up contacting me and then I ended up going on a visit there. And that's how I ended up at Lincoln because they were the only ones to give me a chance out of high school. And now, like you said, you began your college career at Link at Lincoln University in Missouri. Take us through the process of you deciding to transfer and ultimately bet on yourself to go Division One and land at Ball State. Yeah. So after I, my freshman season at uh, Lincoln, I just felt like um, I produced well, and, and it was always my dream to play D one. Um, but uh, so I went home that winter break. Um, after that season and then I just found out I had a bunch of family issues uh, where my brother was placed in foster care and my mom was in and out of uh, rehab so when that happened I just like knew it was time like I needed to go somewhere that was really closer to home but uh, somewhere where I could be able to get a scholarship and be able to get my school paid for and get a little extra money in my pocket because like with my uh, you know, with my mom in that place, uh, I didn't really have like uh, a huge support system financially. So when I went back to school um, after that winter break, I ended up telling my Lincoln coaches that like what was going on. And I ended up, only, I really only participated 
a little bit in winter workouts and spring ball because I was working at um, the Jefferson City uh, Scholastics book warehouse trying to make money. And, uh, and I was just trying to think of different options if I could stay at Lincoln, uh, if I could go. But uh, so I was emailing a bunch of schools and stuff like that after I got my release papers. And I just ultimately uh, decided that it was best for me to transfer. And uh, Coach Doherty from Ball State University uh, emailed me back and said they had a walk-on spot opportunity. So um, t I, I took like um, some time to like go over there and just look at the campus. And it was, uh, it's, it was only three hours from my house. So, and I have a car. So it was a reasonable drive. Uh, so it was not too far, not too close. Um, it was division one, and I felt like that was the best opportunity for me to be able to shine and show my talent early. And also my major was communications, and they have a great communications program. So that was a no-brainer when I uh, really chose to go to Ball State. And then Antoine, you took a redshirt season when you transferred in and suffered a broken foot in 2018. Talk about what it means to you to contribute so much over the last two seasons on the field given some of the obstacles that have been in your path. Talk about your mindset during it all. My mindset really was just uh, just trust God's plan. You know, um, over the last few years, I got uh, really in tune with my faith and stuff. So, you know, I was just putting God first and trusting him and his plan. And I was just staying positive, you know, especially when I got hurt. Uh, I was really frustrated and, and like asking myself, like, why me? Like it, I got hurt in a simple drill. And, you know, I just got rid of that uh, feeling sorry for myself mindset and just attack each rehab and each uh, like weight room exercise. And uh, through that process of getting back to 100%, I actually won the uh, strength and conditioning award for uh, that season. So I was hurt getting back and uh, my coaches recognized my hard work and uh, my ability to get back uh, I think I think I was kind of uh, a little ahead of my track to get back, but I really worked. I worked really hard for that, and I just kept my eye on the prize and the end goal. And now, Antoine, if you can take us through this previous season, the pandemic changed the normal flow of football as we know it. And can you just talk about the moment you found out there was going to be a fall season? Uh, yeah, I was definitely excited as well as my teammates and coaches because uh, prior to that, we found out that the, our season was going to be canceled and uh, just seeing that like the SEC um, was like still like going to play and they were playing games and we weren't was kind of disappointing. But then as soon as we found out we were going to play, we were excited and we also were ready to go because our coaches like and our strength staff. Uh, they kept us ready to go, like, uh, from the moment, like, all this stuff happened uh, in March of last year all the way until it got uh, canceled and regained. Uh, I just felt like our strength coaches and uh, and the coaches in general just kept us on a great plan to be ready no matter what because we didn't know what was going to happen or when it was going to happen. So we just stayed ready, and we were very excited and ready to attack the season. And then you and the Ball State Cardinals won this season's MAC championship. Antoine, can you share with us what it feels like to be a MAC champion? It, it's really a blessing. After all the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears, uh, my coaches, teammates, and I have uh, shed together. It was just an amazing feeling. Um, if you look back at like the 2017 year, 2018 year, you know, some of those games were horrible. We were losing like 50, like 58 to like zero. And it was just a, a bad time. And, you know, 
the players in our program stuck together. We stuck it out and knew that uh, it was just going to make us better in the end. The coaches stuck it out and we all stuck together as a family and we just continued to progress every year. And as you, if you can just look back at the, the scores, the stats and the records, we just continued to improve like every single year. And this year, we really said that, you know, it was Detroit or bus. We were going to win the MAC championship and do and be legendary, do stuff that no ball state team has ever done before. And, you know, we just uh, stuck together and uh, kept the eye on the prize. I felt like we were uh, a more complete team. We were very uh, close uh, because of like the team activities and bonding activities we've done throughout the years. Um, I just feel like this uh, group of guys was very close, especially with the coaches as well. So I just felt like uh, we figured out what was wrong and corrected it. And we never uh, blinked when things weren't going our way. We always just stuck our head down and kept, uh, kept fighting and finished the games. And then over the last two seasons, you recorded 77 catches for 982 yards and four touchdowns. Antoine, talk about the type of wide receiver that you are. Could you give us a self-scouting report? Um, so to be honest with my self-scouting report, uh, if I'm talking to a team, I really see uh, a complete receiver in me. Um, I can run any route in the route tree. That's one thing I really pride myself on is running routes uh, versus zone and versus man, because sometimes you have to run them differently. And I just feel like I've worked really hard to make sure my routes are on point. You know, obviously there's still way more fine tuning to do because, you know, you got greats like Stefan Diggs and Devante Adams always making people look crazy and uh, disimproving the route running. So I want to model my game after them and continue to get better at route running. Um, I feel like uh, I can get off press coverage. There's plenty of film and uh, in practice and in games uh, versus man coverage, being able to separate and make catches. Um, I feel like if a ball is thrown my way that I'm going to come down with it, whether it's in my frame uh, or right on target, I feel like I'm going to get to the uh, ball. Um, another thing I think I do well is I think I uh, block well. And I know a lot of receivers, uh, some well, some receivers sometimes just stare at the play when it's not coming to them. But if you turn my film on and practice or in game, even if I'm on the backs of a play, I'm hustling over to try to cut off a safety or something like that. And I think, that is another thing that could separate me from a lot of guys because I feel like some guys may take uh, take a playoff when the ball's not in their hands, but that's not really how you win football games and you can't be selfish. Um, this year, I felt like uh, I made a lot of big catches on third down, and that was a, a majority of my role. And I just feel like if uh, you know if a team is going to need uh, a big play or somebody to come and clutch, that I'm going to be somebody who's reliable to be able to get to those uh, first down markers and make plays. Um, I know my film doesn't show this year really, um, but I actually can attack vertically and people will see when I run a 40 at pro day, but I just feel like uh, I can definitely run. So I, I know a lot of people may underestimate my speed, but that's definitely something that people will see really get to see. And I just feel like when the ball's in my hands, um, I can just uh, make plays, uh, plays with the ball. Um, another thing is my, uh, receiver coach told me when I first came in to learn every single receiver's uh, spot, whether that's a slot like X, Z, Y, and F. So I just take pride in being able to work on the outside and the slot as well. And uh, another thing that separates me is um, I know I'm not perfect by any means and uh, like no one's perfect, but I always have the need to improve. Like I always want to beat myself and be a better me tomorrow than today. So you're going to get a guy that's going to work hard no matter what, and I'm never going to take a player day off. And then Antoine, 
Can you share with us what playing at Ball State has meant to you? Uh, yeah, playing at Ball State has meant the world to me. Um, like I said, they opened their arms uh, for me to come and be a part of their program. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to be put in position to make plays and be able to earn a scholarship and earn a starting role for the past couple of years. And I'm just forever grateful. You know, I got my undergrad degree and I'm about to have my master's degree. And, you know, Ball State is always going to be in my heart and this is always home to me. So I'm very uh, thankful for the coaching, the coaches, the administration, the president, the ADs and all people who played part in uh, helping me. Uh, throughout this process and uh, welcoming, welcoming me to Ball State. And then you were invited to both the Hula Bowl and the College Gridiron Showcase. Can you describe what it means to you to have that opportunity? And also, how do you feel you performed? Yeah, um, to be able to get those two extra opportunities that uh, some people wish they were in or some people didn't get that was a that was a huge blessing because it was another two opportunities to show myself in front of scouts uh in front of the camera and show them uh things that i can do um we'll start off with the college gridiron showcase um mostly we did uh receiver combine type of drills so uh the sideline catches the, the fades the back shoulders and route running and i felt like that helped me a lot because uh scouts and anyone who in attendance was uh like we're able to see that I can run uh, great routes and I can get out my like cuts uh, very fast and no wasted movement. Um, I felt like I showed that I can catch balls outside my frame and also track the deep balls. And I just felt like I left it all on the field and I gave it all I could. And overall, um, grading myself, I would grade myself uh, as an A because I really uh, cut every single pass and I just left it out on the field. I was exhausted after that. Uh, now we transitioned to the Hula Bowl, which was crazy because I've never been to Hawaii and I've always wanted to be in Hawaii. So that was a blessing uh, itself. So, you know, when I, went, when I got to Hawaii uh, every day in practice, I just looked to uh, compete and show that uh, I can compete with anybody, no matter what the school is, no matter uh, what um, conference is in. So uh, I felt like I made a uh, made a good statement in the practices with the, uh, the one on ones. Uh, I won. Uh, a high majority of my reps and this uh, uh, and seven on seven and team uh, running clean routes, uh, making uh, making good catches. I just felt like I helped my stock uh, and it showed that that I can play uh, with anybody and uh, uh, college football and anyone at the next level that has the opportunity to. And then what are your short term and long term football goals? Uh, as far as uh, short term goals right now. I would say uh, just be at the be uh, be in the best shape of my life by pro day. Um, I have a couple numbers I want to put up at my pro day, so those are the things I want to accomplish. I want to be able. I want to make a fifty-three man roster, no matter if I am drafted in whatever round I'm drafted in. If I'm a free agent, if I just get a tryout, I just want to. I just need that opportunity because I'm gonna run with it. I just want to, I feel like uh, another short-term goal would be to make the NFL 53-man roster. Uh, as far as long-term goals, that would be to be one of the best receivers uh, in the NFL. Um, obviously, uh, win a Super Bowl, because uh, that's a, a really high importance to me, because uh, I just feel like it's a, it's a team game and you can't be selfish. So that's something I definitely want to do. 
And um, later on the road, I just want to be able to say that I gave it all I could and um, gave it all I uh, had. And eventually, when it's all said and done, uh, be a Hall of Famer when, it, when, uh, when it's all said and done. And then, Antoine, how are you currently training for your NFL opportunity? Uh, so, yeah, like I said earlier, I am uh, commuting. I'm here at Ball State because I have my apartment until May, and I have this one last class. So I'm commuting every day to uh, Pro-X uh, Pace Fit in uh, Westfield, Indiana. Uh, my trainer, Justin, and is uh, good with the strength. And then uh, Eric Allen, he is uh, the speed guy. So uh, he, they're just putting me through a series of workouts uh, five to six times a week. And uh, just get me prepared uh, for all the things that I'll have to do for pro day and get me in the best shape of my life. And uh, especially with the, the running and stuff, they're just making sure uh, all my form is correct so that I don't tweak a hamstring or anything. And that I do, I don't have any wasted movement when I'm uh, running my 40, uh, the L drill or the, the 20 yard shuttle. And this prepare me to uh, ultimately be in shape for a camp after uh, the pro day and after the draft. And Antoine, we've spent a good amount of time getting to know you on the field as an athlete, but now I have a few questions away from the game for us to get to know you as a person. You ready to take those on? Uh, yes. All right. First question, Antoine, what's the best advice you ever received? The best advice I ever received was probably uh, keep God first and work hard and it all work out. Uh, my grandma actually told me this and I just felt like ever since I've actually like really bought into that, that just everything goes smooth. You know, you can't control everything in your life, but you, you can control how you react to it, good or bad. And I just feel like if you keep a positive mindset, keep God first and work hard that you'll get rewarded. What's a song you're embarrassed to admit you like? This is the hard one. Um, if we're going to say embarrassing, uh, I'd go with like, uh, I go with Katy Perry, California girls. I like, you know, like every single uh, lyric in that song. So, <laughs> Antoine, if I gave you a hundred thousand dollars to start a business, what type of business would you start? Uh, the business I would start is uh, my own uh, training uh, like facility and program. Um, that's another thing I wanted to do uh, after I get done playing. Uh, and ultimately, after I get done playing in the NFL, I want to open up a training facility to teach kids at a young age, uh, like about football, about weightlifting, about nutrition. Because if I knew what I knew now, then then I would be in way better shape throughout my like, entire like high school career, college career, and uh, to the point where I am right now. And uh, with that, um, you know, I, I have had a lot of hardship and I want to be able to be an inspiration to kids that are, have it rough that if I can make it, they can make it too. And definitely uh, with underprivileged families, uh, I would be able to work with them because it's not, a, it wouldn't be about the money to me. It's just about the relationship and being able to give back to kids and teach them uh, things so they can make it and do better than I did. What's your favorite comfort food? My favorite comfort food would be probably lasagna. I really like lasagna and Italian food. Antoine, final question that I have for you. Would you rather live in a beachfront mansion or a big house with a bunch of land in the middle of nowhere? 
I would have to go with the beachfront, the beachfront mansion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is former Ball State wide receiver Antoine Davis. Pay attention to Antoine as he continues to prepare for his pro day coming up here in the very near future as he looks to wow the eyes of NFL evaluators with his long speed. Once again, that is Antoine Davis, former wide receiver, Ball State Cardinals. I'm Craig Forstall. Until next time, stay safe and be easy. Hey everybody, Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.